the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Last night on Politico, a story appeared. Senate Republicans want to pass an important bill with three parts. Aid to Israel. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You bet. We've got to send all sorts of aid to Israel. We've got to send the most important aid to Israel. Whatever they need the most, we need to send. Aid to Ukraine. Amen. We need to send aid to Ukraine. We don't want to send them money. We want to send them what they need the most. Attack them, F-16s, whatever they need to hold the line. No people, the weapon systems. And then... The border, our border, our national security. And we need to send what matters the most. And what matters the most is a 900-mile wall that is fully authorized. And there's language you have to include that says, notwithstanding any other law, nor treaty with a sovereign nation or an Indian tribe, this law will, this wall will be built on this line with this money this year. You need an authorization and an appropriation. Now, there are many other things that Ukraine, Israel, and America needs in their respective war, war, and border fight. There's a long list of things that they need. The most important thing that they need, I believe, in Israel is ammo. I believe in Ukraine is attackums and maybe F-16s. And I know in the United States it is a 900-mile border wall. I will oppose any package, and I hope you all oppose any package, that excludes the most important things for any of these three things, including the 900-mile border wall. Now, last night, a deal surfaced in Politico, and I've been working the phones on this. I I don't like to get in fights. I have been doing this for a long time on the border. My first book on the border was in 2004. I am considered a border moderate. I want a long, strong wall. I want a big border patrol. I want detention facilities, lots of immigration judges. And I want changes to the asylum law 
and I want merit-based immigration, legal immigration. I also don't want to go around throwing out most of the 20 million illegal aliens in America. And I say 20 because it was 12 three years ago, and I've been able to count by press release 8 million encountered illegal aliens coming to the United States under Joe Biden. It's probably far more than 20. But vis-a-vis the 20 million that are here, I'm in favor of a very flexible regularization system that allows them to stay, not that allows them to become citizens. If you enter the country illegally, I've always believed, since I became a lawyer, that if you break the law to enter the United States, you never get to be a citizen. Your child born in the United States, they are a citizen. But as to what we need to stop 8 million people coming over three years and stop it now, you need to announce the beginning of and show every single day construction on and completion towards the 900-mile fence. That is because it's the signal not the noise. Everything else is noise. We are communicating with people considering gathering up all the assets that their family have and giving it to coyotes in Mexico or Venezuela or further south or in Africa or China or wherever they begin because it's 25 countries if it's one. Most immigration is coming from Central America, but it's from around the world. People consider taking all the money they've got in the world to get one person to America. And that one person is full of grit, and and I admire most of them. Of the 8 million who've crossed in the United States, I assume it's a bell curve, that 90% of them are wonderful, hardworking people that will renew, inspire, and grow the country. They shouldn't be able to vote. They've entered illegally. I don't think you have to make them go back. You have to do some, do some vetting. But 10% of them are going to be the worst 10%, and 1% are going to be evil. So those 8 million people, okay, 10% for the Steeler fans, 800,000, 1%, 80,000 terrible people entered the country last year. That's just math. And I understand on CNN that might get you cut off, but that's just math. And the president is talking about the fact that people like the Sandinistas in Nicaragua are not sending us their best. They hate us, they loathe us, they're not sending us our best. And we have cartels and we have fentanyl. We have a border problem, and it begins to be fixed with a border wall. So the number of Congress is 224. 321. What is it, Twain? 224. 3121. That's the Senate side. But but say the whole number again. 202-224-3121. That's the Senate side. That's all we care about. 202-224-3121. Right. Call your Republican senator. Tell them no fence, no wall, no deal. Because Mike Johnson is taking heat. The Speaker of the House is taking heat from the Senate. And I've got a bunch of quotes from people I like, like Shelley Moore Capitale, who I think is a fine, fine senator. Don't shut the door. We've got to work to find solutions. There's a giant problem with thousands of people coming into the country every day. She's right. The solution is the wall. The Democrats don't want to give the wall. I understand that. Tell them no deal. No deal. The leverage, they're getting killed. The country is with us. The country is 100% with us. The country is with Donald Trump. All three of our leading candidates for President Trump, Haley, DeSantis, want the wall. Every Republican activist I talk to wants the wall. Every Republican elected official I talk to say it'd be nice to get the wall. And so then we get a negotiated package that says, sorry, we can't ask for the wall. They won't give it to us. 
then don't give them anything. Don't give them Israel aid, Ukraine aid, or pretend fixes. Oh, but we're getting important stuff on the, on, on the border. Not, not important enough. Israel gets what it needs the most. Ukraine gets what it needs the most. And the United States must get what it needs the most. Leader McConnell, don't let them do this. Senator Thune, don't let them do this. John Cornyn, don't let them do this. John Barrasso, don't let them do this. Do not let the Senate Republican caucus do a terrible deal. Don't do it. It's got to have 900, 900 miles of wall authorized and appropriated or we get crushed. Rightly so. Because if we can't do our job for our own national security, how can we protect Israel and Ukraine? Now, we've had 8 million people enter the United States illegally over the southwestern border in the last three years. And it's become, and that's what we know about. That's 8 million encounters. Now, I, I specifically believe you can add a factor of 50% to that, but I, I don't have a number, so I can't say 12 million. I'm sticking with 8 million. Go to 9 million. There were already 11 million people here by common agreement in 2020, that the language of that campaign. So we have 20 million people in the United States who entered illegally. They are not the problem. The problem is the open border. The immediate pressing problem is the uh, open border. The next 3 million, and it will be 3 million this year because everybody knows Joe Biden is infirm and isn't going to win. You're going to lose to Donald Trump or Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis. And so the word is going out. The signal is going out. The only way to stop this flow is to send a very loud signal that the border is closed. How do you do that? You build the fence. You say in this bill, we are authorizing 900 miles of fence, of which X have already been built. And I don't want to get into the math. Doesn't matter to me. I don't care if it's 50 miles, 500 miles. There are 900 miles of 2,000 miles that are passable. It is not a panacea. It does not stop 100% of illegal immigration. It cuts it down to a load that is manageable by the Border Patrol on the border. Part two of this bill ought to be, we're building the fence. Here's the money. Here's the bricks. Here's the authorization to override the National Environmental Policy Act, the Clean Water Act, the Clean Air Act, the Endangered Species Act, and any tribe with a uh, any sovereign entity, Mexico, or Indian tribe that has a treaty with us governing the border, we are breaking that vis-a-vis this law. We are authorizing and appropriating. We authorize you to do this. We are appropriating the money, and we have a time frame, and we want it done now. And the Democrats don't want to do that. I have, there are a lot of reasons they don't want to do that, primarily domestic political. I'm not a believer in the great replacement theory. I am a believer that the left wing doesn't want to upset anybody that they think is an oppressed person. And if you're a migrant, life has not been good to you, and you are a part of the oppressed as opposed to the oppressors, and therefore they, we shouldn't build a wall. I think that's nuts. It's national suicide. We've got to have borders. So we've got to have this in the bill. And it's got to be in there. It, it's a must-have. If not, it should be defeated. There are other things that can kill the bill. I remember there have been three big ones. There have been McCain, Cornyn, and Rubio. And three smart guys on the, on the border. They've tried three times. Lindsey Graham is usually around this. Three times they throw up their hands. Why did we lose? And it's three times because they did not talk to people in their own party. Uh, and I'm not talking about Freedom Caucus. I'm talking about center of the road people. I'm going to talk with David Joyce of House Appropriations. He's a Warren, Ohio guy. Uh, we need to keep the government open and we need to build the fence. And we can't take, oh, what? 
But look over here. Look at this basket of goods I've got for you here. No, it's the fence. It's the wall. That's what we need. We need the wall, more Border Patrol, better paid Border Patrol, and a huge expansion of detention facilities at the border, along with an influx of administrative law judges to dispose of the cases and changes in law to allow it and remain in Mexico. There's a bunch of stuff, but we have to secure the southern border. It is a national security. It's not an assimilation problem. We need a lot of these people. It will be good for America. It will be great for America over 30 years that we have these 20 million people. If we can sort out the 1% that are terrible, and if we stop the flow so that we can manage the assimilation. We also have to distribute these people across the United States. I got a story, as I said, one of my uh, very favorite affiliates is WGAN in Maine. Uh, Because I spend nearly half the year in Maine in the fall and the spring, and my brother-in-law lives up there, and I just love it. And I got a story from Brunswick this week that Brunswick is building 60 new apartment units in five buildings. 24 of them are already complete. These units are designed to house asylum seekers waiting to receive work permits. The program is happening through the Maine State Housing Authority. Maine will pay the rent for these asylum seekers for two years. Maine budgeted $3.5 million to provide apartment units for the illegal aliens, as the state expects the migrants to gain the means to pay housing costs through state support and guidance. The state will also give $100,000 to illegal immigrants for a year's worth of asylum applications and work authorization assistance. I'm not opposed to any of that. I'm not. Uh, I see we have a very large Somali population in Portland, Maine. I see them every summer. Hardworking folks. Usually, if you're grabbing an Uber at Portland International Jetport, you're going to have a Somali-American or a Somali driving you, usually. They work all night long. They work. They're first-generation immigrants. They work. And as I say, if you take an immigrant bell curve of people who entered the country legally or illegally or through asylum, you're going to get 90% of them are great, and 10% of them aren't great, and 1% of them are terrible. But I am not a not-welcoming person. I want a regularization program. But we can't do something and not build the wall. And I read the story in Politico last night, and I sat up in bed. And I call these senators all the time, off the record. I'm not talking to you who I talk to. And I say, don't do this. Don't do this. I don't want to do this. I, the, the whole base will explode. You will lose Senate races in Pennsylvania and Ohio. You will lose Senate races in Montana and Arizona. And, and I don't think you can lose West Virginia. My friends in West Virginia, you're going to vote for Governor Justice. I know that. Uh, it's possible that you could lose uh, you will lose Arizona. Kerry Lake can win. Kerry Lake is turning into a very good candidate. Tim Shee can win in Montana. Any of the three candidates in Ohio can win. Dave McCormick can win in Pennsylvania. It's possible we can win in Nevada. There are at least six seats that can be won. Not with this. Not if you abandon the border wall. If you abandon the border wall, why be a Republican? If you, you know, I, I want to be a Republican for a strong defense. I want to defend the Constitution. I want to defend the border. I want to defend our allies. I want to do all that stuff. But if we're not going to defend the border, why bother doing this? Why show up? You're not going to defend school choice. Why show There are some hardcore key things. One of those is the border wall. And it's been the border wall for 20 years. Now, people on my right worry about amnesty and regularization. That's not it. 
That's not it. Everybody you look at, every single person you look at who's not a Native American is regularized. We can handle, we need people. There aren't enough welders in Wisconsin. Excuse my favorite example of the day. Uh, if you're a welder, get up to Green Bay and go see if you can get a job building our, our new frigate, our Constellation frigate. Work for that shipyard. It, you'll be working there for 40 years. We need people to work who are craftsmen. We need babies. We are not a large country. Intellectual property comes from the head. We have great universities. We have to fill them up with Americans, not visa-bearing students who are going to take it back to China. We need good people. We need a working system. And the system we have, which is an open door, and then we ship them off to New York and Chicago. And I've seen it. I've been in New York. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. I, I just read you the story from Portland, Maine, from WGAN, uh, Brunswick. You know, I'm sure the people in Maine are wondering, huh? I don't get an apartment for two years. Why? Why, am, why is this happening? And they're expecting federal money. You can't, give, you can't give this issue away. There is a confluence of events. Three things must happen. Aid to Israel must happen. Aid to Ukraine must happen. And the border wall must get built. And I talk to senators, and they say, aid to Israel must happen. Ukraine aid must happen, and we have to fix some rules on immigration law. No! No! The signal is the wall. Build the wall. Don't vote for someone who won't build the wall. Don't support a senator who won't support building the wall. Do not accept double talk. It is this easy. And if the Democrats say no, then Israel's going to have to hold on with emergency supplies, ditto Ukraine, and we're not doing a big bill until 2025, and we're running on the wall. It's an 80% or 90% issue. You don't give those away to get a tweak in the law here. And I'll tell you exactly what has happened. It happens every time. So-called expert staff tell their members, this is what we can get done. And they get, and I did this throughout the Reagan years. Right? I, I sat down on the PATCO employees on the combined federal campaign with Steny Hoyer's staff in those days. And staff gets wrapped up in a bubble and they get moving. They got to get a bill done. Their boss wants a bill and they want to claim victory. And they work hard on it, and the staff goes back and forth, and the senators drop in on meeting, and a special interest group comes by, and they have another meeting, and they think that they're getting to a solution, and they're not listening. So I'm telling you, listen to me. I do this, I've been doing this since 1990. I talk to Republicans. They are not racist. They are not anti-immigrant. They are not anti-regularization. They must have a border wall. I used to say a long, strong, double-sided fence. Now it's the wall. It's got to be repaired. It is not complete. It is not a panacea. It is the signal through the noise, and it stops a lot of the immigration. Please, 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 senators, do not bring up a bill that I have to tell people every day. Call 202-224-3121 and stop this bill. Because I will, and everyone else will, the world will come down on your head. And the Republicans will lose the momentum that they have. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. 
It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.